You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, 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 villagers. Oh my goodness, happy Friday. We made it to the end of another week. Oh my goodness, I'm so, so grateful that you are choosing to spend your time with me tuning in to episode number 48 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. Wow, oh my gosh, you guys, 48, that's almost 50, that is insane to me. Thank you so much for all of the support Gosh, thank you so much. I am having such a uh, a high vibe week. This week has been really amazing. I have had a lot of wins and I have so many like huge, really big things in the works. I want to Valley to share it with everybody. And actually, that's one piece of being in business that I thoroughly dislike. There are a lot of things that you like just don't share, right? There are a lot of things you just don't ask about and you just don't share. And for me, that's hard because I love to just talk with people and learn from other people. And yeah, that's a hard part of business. So secrets, but big, 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 huge things are coming and oh so excited. I'm so excited for you guys. I'm so excited for for us. And I'm also so excited for you guys because this is just going to be amazing for everybody. Happy, happy, happy Friday. What were your wins this week? I know that you had them. What were they? Ugh. Drop them on my Instagram or shoot me an email. I always love to hear from listeners. I hear from people all the time through Facebook, Instagram, email, it's crazy. People will find a way to reach out. It's awesome. It is. It's really amazing. So reach out. Tell me what your wins were. I truly do care. I want to celebrate them with you. I get to share mine with you and you guys are celebrating me and I want to return that favor. So let me celebrate you. Happy Friday. So this Friday Free Talk is a part two. So if you're tuning in today, I am going to assume that you heard part one. It was last Friday's episode. It's labeled part one, Packing for Your Birth part one. So if you haven't heard it, hop over there before listening to this or listen to it afterwards and things will like click into place after that. But I'm just going to go on the knowledge that or go on the assumption that you have the knowledge from last week. So this part two is about what I pack in my birth bag. Last week, we talked about what I tell my clients and people who reach out to me what to pack, and there was an awesome freebie attached to that, so check that out. But this episode is about my birth bag. So people are always so interested what I bring to births, not only clients, but just random people who find me on all sorts of ways. I have people all the time who reach out and ask, what do I bring? So 
very curious. I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. Tell me why are you guys so curious about that. So I'll start by saying when I first started going to births, I took all the things, right? So I thought of this like huge gigantic list of all the things that might possibly be used during birth to help you be relaxed or help you feel safe or help you find your confidence, help you do all sorts of things, like, you know, pain relief, literally all sorts of things. It's very much my personality to be over-prepared, right? So my motto is, like, I would always be, I would always rather be over-prepared than under-prepared. I, I would always rather be overdressed than underdressed. I never, ever, ever want to be the underdressed person in the room. I never want to be the underprepared person in the room or the least prepared person in the room, right? I strive to not do that. I strive to, I don't know, always be prepared and be overprepared if that's what that means. So I took all the things. If I thought I might use it, I took it. And I did. I used a lot of it. But I found that I could also do the same things with different things, right? So I can, like, achieve the same goals of what I was trying to do with different items. So I began to, if it had, if something had a double use, obviously it stayed, and then whatever it replaced went. So I've talked about my backpack on here before, and you all know that it's this, this Kelly Green backpack that is like stuffed to the brim right so it's not so stuffed anymore it has some some sag in it uh, I've lightened the load a little bit but I still bring a lot to births again I never want to be unprepared anything that I think that I might need or my clients might ask for I try and have that it's really important to me that I do so when I began to think about the things that were in my backpack. I was like, how am I going to narrow this down? Otherwise, I'll be here for 27 days. So I started to think if I had to narrow it down to five, six, seven things, right? Like whatever could fit in a small bag, right? So like if I could only bring maybe a large purse or a little tote, so I also wanted to consider whether these things were in line with the things that I asked my clients to pack or I recommended that expectant parents packed. And guess what? They were. It was really cool. So these kind of things happen all the time where I'm like, ooh, I should see if these are the same to see if, you know, like my approach is the same in these two. If there's a link here, if there's something that I can discover further about my approach or about my thoughts, and cool, it was. So it kind of just, for me, it just solidifies that I'm on the right track. So heat and ice, that's something that I always bring. So I have rice socks and um, I have ice packs. Also, that goes along with you know, the, the five senses that I talked about in the last episode, it goes along with touch. So heat and ice, that can be used as pain relief. Um, it can also be used as, you know, a way to control your body temperature. So I have seen if people are starting to get a fever that um, I've seen the, the doctors put ice packs and stuff on, on the expectant parent whose temperature is steadily rising. 
Also, heat is kind of, you know, self-explanatory when it comes to pain relief. It reminds me of um, a heating pad the same way that someone would use a heating pad for, for pain relief or you would use a rice sock on your shoulders for sore muscles. Hospitals will have different rules of, um, like, if you can use things that you heat up in the microwave. Otherwise, they should have things, even though... Some hospitals aren't going to have things that heat up to the, the temperature that you really need it for pain relief, but at least it'll provide a little bit of a sensation, maybe a distraction. Maybe you could focus on the heat that you are getting. So to stay in the category of touch, I also would have to grab my rebozo. So that would definitely make the cut to be in this small bag. Um, the rebozo, I go into it in the last episode, so check that out. It's actually, it's a Mexican shawl. Um, it's a garment that they use in their culture in the entire process of um, becoming a parent. It's really cool. So um, during pregnancy and birth and postpartum and then it's passed on and it's really, really amazing. So check that out. But my rebozo would definitely have to be in there. So I use my rebozo for so, so, so many, many things. Moving on to taste, snacks. Duh. Like I always have snacks with me because, well, girl's gotta eat when a girl's gotta eat and I usually get hungry kind of just like that so I go from like oh I'm totally fine to I need to eat this moment and so snacks definitely if we're gonna be there for a long time and going in you have no idea so I encourage people to bring their own snacks and I also bring snacks I also have things like um ginger packet ginger snack packets um that we can use for people who are nauseous and people just like to you know snack on ginger um so don't forget your snacks in your birth bag Moving on to sound, this one is a no-brainer. So for me, it's my speakers. I can put anything through my speakers. I can transfer that room into so much using my speakers. Some parents like playlists that they've made. Some parents like different nature sounds or classical music or... Whatever that is for you, you can put that through speakers to put it all over the room. It's really awesome. So speakers definitely make it into my bag. Next, affirmation cards. So these are handy because you can like hold them and you can see them. You can display them. People can repeat them to you. So they're very versatile, but I use them to fill the slot of sight because so many times I have used these as something for parents to look at when they need motivation. So affirmation cards, 100%. They're in my bag every time. Finally, smell. Remember last time when I said that birth has this really funky smell? It really does. It has a very distinct smell. If you've never smelled birth, I invite you to smell birth. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know where or when, but I really do hope that you one day experience a birth because um, it's very unique. It has a very distinct smell. Um, so essential oils, those would have to be in my bag. And like the affirmation cards, they are very versatile. Um, you can use essential oils for a lot of things, but I chose to put them in the smell category because what I mainly do is diffuse 
these things. Um, I talked about that in the last episode. So if you haven't checked that out, please head over to episode number 46 and check that out. You know, a lot of people, when I told them I was sharing this on the podcast, they were like, are you afraid that people will steal your technique or steal what you do? And that right there is enough for me. Like that's a telltale sign right there that that person's not being authentic. They will not ever be able to replicate this. So no, it's more like the saying of like, what's the thing? It's not the size of your boat. It's the motion in the ocean. So it's not what you bring to the labor. It's my energy. So you have to bring your own energy to these labors. People are going to connect with their doula on a very deep level, on a very personal level. And it's really important that your energies are matched up, you know, that they are in sync and that you you are flowing with one another. It's really important. It can have huge impacts on your birth. Just ask, ask my clients. You can ask people I've worked with. Um, yeah, so cool. No, I don't. I don't fear that. I also think that everyone here, you're here for a reason. And I think that you have good in your heart. And I'm really excited that you're part of my village. So there you have it. What you should bring to your birth. If you are a birth worker, those are things that you could tell your clients to bring to a birth. And also all the secret things that I bring to a birth, quote unquote, secret things. The mysterious bag of hee hee. <laughs> hee hee's birth bag. All right, guys. Happy, 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 happy Friday. I'm vibing so hard. I hope that you are too. If you came to this episode not vibing hard, I hope that you leave with a gigantic friggin' smile on your face. Happy Friday. See you next week. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.